Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I present to you Red Spotlight Entertainment. Spotters, welcome to another lovely edition of this lovely, lovely podcast. I'm your host Kyle Lira. With me today, I have the usual suspects. With me over the over the interwebs, we have Alexis Soto with me today. How are you doing, Alexis? I am doing fine, and I am sure Peter is the same. Let's get started. All right, so we have a lot to discuss. A lot. The very, definition, <laughs> the very definition of a lot. First thing we have to talk about is DC. Again! Then we have a... Uh, and then uh, further uh, iterations with that. We have uh, Iron Fist review by our very own Alexis and Peter. We have uh, a little short Defenders teaser to talk about. And also Freeform. What the fuck? Um, and then, for what's happening hot stuff, we're going to get into uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. It... Shrek 5, The Mummy, and Mulan. So, without further ado, here's Red Spotlight number 45. Let's get started, folks. So, Peter, Alexis, tell me, tell me, DC, they're like Team Rocket, they're blasting off again. <laughs> um, I know that with every day that DC announces more news that a bit of Alexis dies inside. Yes. And I'm kind of enjoying it. So... (laughs) Do tell. I'll let Alexis go first with this one. Well, I think uh, to explain my frustration with this is not so much the news itself. I mean, I think across the board, the news of these new films is being received with with, uh, skepticism at best and if at worst, it's being received with middle fingers across the board. But my issue is not so much with the announcements. It's more with the praise that these announcements are being received as. For example. You want to name drop someone? Some organization? <laughs> well, one of the recent things that uh, was announced was that uh, uh, a, new, a new Batgirl movie is yes, uh, being Yes, by Joss made. Whedon. On top of Nightwing, on top of Gotham City Sirens, and a lot of people in the interwebs, especially, are saying that, "Oh my goodness, what a new direction! The WB has learned from their mistakes, and they're going to incorporate color and good stuff." And I have yet to see the color. exactly and new directors and this here and that there and. I'm sorry, but one of the things that you can take away from this is where is the real extended DC universe? Because all I am seeing is the extended Batman universe, and that's it. That is one of the common themes that these films are being uh, announced with, is 
the way that I interpret it is WB is recognizing that Batman is their biggest cash cow, which is true, and they want to squeeze and they want to milk that as much as they can by taking every character from the Batman lore and giving them their own film. I am waiting for the Jeremy Irons Alfred movie to be announced any day now. That's how pathetic we are. I'm sorry. It's nice that certain people are fans of Batgirl or Nightwing, and these ideas are nice, but when you're trying to institute a cinematic universe, this isn't exactly what you do. I kind of feel that they're kind of, okay, well, you know what? This cinematic universe isn't working. We'll still do these movies eventually, but right now our main focus is on Batman and making the most money possible, and I do not understand how people are interpreting this as WB saying, okay, we're getting our shit together, we're, we've learned our lessons, and we're going to make this a coherent cinematic universe. That, I just don't get that. I, I, I just don't get it. Peter. Um, as far as the DCEU at this point, uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> um, they announce shit. If it's good... I'll watch it. If it's bad, I won't. And that that's kind of it. That's kind of where I'm at with them at this point. Uh, I kind of gave up on the whole um, extended universe. Or they just said that to be different from Marvel. It's actually a cinematic universe. Uh, yeah, I gave up on the whole movie universe thing. That doesn't mean they still can't have great films within that. It's just... I... Some people see that it's going, you know, they they restructured it, they have a huge plan. I don't see a plan. I, like I said, the two things I saw them, well, it's three now, especially with this last announcement with uh, Batgirl. It's um, hire bigger talent, which they absolutely are, which again, that's a good thing. Um, getting out of the way more, again, another good thing, because they've proven themselves to be shit. And the new one, which is not a good thing, which has really influenced me to be like, screw it, whatever, is uh, make it Batman. Batman, 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 Batman. Um, I mean, look at it. You, you have no word on Green Lantern, no word on Flash. Cyborg. Cyborg. The only reason you got word on Aquaman is because Aquaman is already on the go. It's got a good director. It's everything. But the only things you really see movement on at this point is the next Batman film, Gotham City Sirens. Um, Recently, they were... Uh, Deadshot. Yeah, go go ahead, Peter. Batgirl, uh, Nightwing, everything... Gotham City Sirens. I already said that. Keep up, Sonny. <laughs> the point is, everything is Gotham-related. And... The thing that really excited me about the DCEU is that they've spent the vast majority, uh, the WB spent the vast majority of their time owning DC just exploring Batman cinematically. That was it. All they had was Batman, and they would not move past Batman. With the whole Justice League and everything, you kind of got excited. It's like, okay, you're finally moving to outside of Batman. To You know, you have thousands of characters in DC many of them really great many of them deserving of their own film and you're not 
exploring them. You know, you're just relying on Batman because you know he's guaranteed money. So it's kind of told me that they've gotten beyond terrified after all their misses, that they're just, they're like, okay, we know Batman gives us money. We're sticking with Batman. So that's kind of turned me off from the whole cinematic game. And this is happening all the while. Uh, other stuff was like, we're hearing that Matthew Vaughn... Oh, also, I don't give a shit about a Shazam movie. Okay. Well, we're hearing that Matthew Vaughn is in talks to do Man of Steel 2. Um, WB has been reluctant to announce a Wonder Woman 2. Uh, of course, uh, to give examples of what you said about WB doing this, they're going after talent when we've been hearing that Joss Whedon is in talks to do Batgirl or that Mal Gibson is considering Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad 2. Too. And then uh, another example to you said about they're giving up or they're getting out of the way is when they uh, gave Matt Reeves final say on the Batman. So as far as the Batman is concerned, I really want to go out of my way to praise that decision because I think that Matt Reeves should be, you know, given the chance to actually direct that movie and whatever the final edit is, it's his version. And I have full faith that will be a very good film. It could be one of the best Batman movies. Like, I, that's the one where I'm fully on board with. Although, being WB and DCEU, there's always a chance that they'll go back on their word. So I'm very skeptical. But that, I think, decision was a smart decision. As far as everything else, it just seems like the same old WB just react, be extremely reactive. They're seeing what makes the most money and they're pushing things to the side that really, it's going to have to be said, is this even a Justice League universe anymore? I mean, they just released that trailer of the Justice League and I think all of us had somewhat positive things to say about it. But again, the bigger question goes is, what is the freaking point of getting invested into these Justice League characters if we're not even going to see over half of them until I don't know how many years? Where is that stupid cyborg movie? Where is the Flash movie? Where is Wonder Woman 2? Where is Man of Steel 2? Why aren't any of those films getting traction? You know, uh, I think of of all three of us, I'm like the hugest like DC fan. Um, sure. When I when I heard that uh, that they were making a Flash movie, I was actually really looking forward to that i was like yes we're gonna get it um but now it looks like it's probably never gonna happen and uh it'll happen it'll just be a while i mean not next year the plan was to come out march 2018 they don't even have a director or a screenwriter by the time uh ezra miller would be like what 50 by the time they make it and know. it's so it's so weird because if you if you keep this in mind, Ezra Miller cameoed in BVS, he cameoed in Suicide Squad, he's gonna star in Justice League. They've been pushing him in the movies, so you'd think that Flash is right around the corner. Apparently, it's not. I think they screwed themselves over with the doing the TV show. Why? Because mm-hmm. I think because I think they're trying to figure out a way to be different, oh. and do their own thing. Because that little shot in the trailer, the Justice League trailer, you saw a little moment of uh, him talking to his dad in prison, mm-hmm. and uh, you see uh, it's the like hand an exact on, shot from the, the TV show. Yeah, the hand on the glass, except uh, except it was dark. It was darker, <laughs> and oh, 
And we also we shouldn't be all negative because I did see we did see the the Justice League trailer. Mm-hmm. I think we all liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we should let them know we we already filmed this episode, but then it did it it recorded wrong, so then yeah. we're doing it again. So since then, I've had time to uh, actually process it. Yeah, and look at the trailer a few more times. It it really is stupid the color. Yes. The way that they're not able to have color. It is. Like it's, it's really starting to piss me off. Like, the thing that I most that I most have a gripe with is the um, is the flash field. When he's going into, uh, into, his, uh, mm-hmm. into his speed zone, um, it's blue instead of yellow. That's a little thing, but I, again, I think that's sort of like, because it's darker, you know, yellow is too much light. Yeah. You know, we need blue because you notice that everything, the entire color palette is like dark and blue, like black and blue. Like the, if it, you get any color, it's going to be blue. It kind of reminds me of, uh, of, uh, that joke that was in the Lego Batman movie, Lego, uh, not the Lego Batman movie, the Lego the, movie. The Lego movie. Yeah. When he was like, I only work with black or sometimes really, really, really dark, dark gray. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's unnecessary at this point. It, it's, it's really dumb. And it's kind of putting me off because I'm willing to just walk in and have a fun action film. Like you could have a dark movie and still have color. But th- that no, this is the reason why it's pissing me off though. Because they're even they're really stressing out how it's like, oh, we're it's going to be a lighthearted film. Look at all the jokes. Look at all the fun. And I'm like, okay, then Doesn't why the hell fun. are you still you know have a color palette like it's a freaking Holocaust film? Like. <laughs> It, it doesn't make sense to me. Visually, you know, it clashes. You know, I, I have to expect to see uh, Liam Neeson and, uh, and Rafael Fiennes in the corner. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it's... El Shinla. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's obviously... Is it, is it at a certain point that maybe the X-Men films of the 2000s had more color than these trailers? That's a great theme. They, uh, I don't know yet. I mean, that's well, a great actually, theme? they probably did because they did have sunlight. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, they did have sunlight. I just also want to say about the Flash TV show. Um, I think uh, you saw a couple. I did, and I think and you it think is a, a good show. I, I act- sell out. Okay, well, I enjoy it. And I think it's a. You just got, you just got a deduction in your paycheck, I know, Marvel. It is a, I think it's a wonderful <laughs> cast, and I think uh, for uh, I, honestly, it's kind of sad, but it's the best DC anything I've seen in quite some time. I think they got it right. Um, Grant Gustin, man, he's freaking charismatic. But as I mean, fuck. it's really no excuse that the TV mm-hmm. show is getting in the way of them doing the movie. I think by now they could have had a reasonable story and they could have been filming at this point. Like, honestly, why do you have to let the TV show keep you keep your hands tied? Like, you had... Like, Nolan had the definitive uh, Batman with the with the animated series. How are we going to do that? He completely took it, uh, grounded it more in uh, in real life, and and made it his own. And... It's debatably a lot of people think that that version is the definitive Batman version. Well, one one thing uh, for Marvel, if you're listening, don't worry. The Flash ratings are dropping like a rock. So, um, somebody drop it like a rock, drop it like a rock. They're dropping off like a rock. The ratings well, for the Flash. I I blame all of that to oversaturation. 
of superhero. Well, okay. But, I mean, across the board, all those shows are down. Well, yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know. Wonder Woman comes out real soon. Uh, I have my fingers crossed. Yeah, okay. I want to stop you right there. And okay. I want to. I want to be very clear. Shit on me. No, I'm not gonna shit on you. I want to. I just want to make this uh, ultimatum. Golden showers. Oh well. Not the, <laughs> not Let's the bring that back. <laughs> Let's bring that back, guys. Okay. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. Fake news. Fake news. Go ahead. Okay. What about this rice woman? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Probably thinks she's related to Uncle Ben. Go ahead. Okay, I'm not even going to comment on that, but, uh... <laughs> okay. The food. I get it, Uncle okay. Ben Rice. All right. Get it? That was funny. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't care if Wonder Woman is good or bad. It is not going to change my mind about the direction of this of this DCEU. Okay. I, Damn it. Is <laughs> that check just cash or what? No, I'm just I'm being serious here. It's like mm-hmm. I have said constantly that this that Wonder Woman I don't think will be good. That's just mm-hmm. my feeling of it. Is there a yes. chance it could be? Of course there could. I've been wrong I don't know how many times this year, and if that track record continues, well you know what'll happen. But yes. the reality is this. The points that you have made about Wonder Woman being potentially good are reasonable. It is isolated. It is a period piece. And it's Patty Jenkins. And for the most part, it's not that hard of a movie to screw up. Because out of all the films, this one is the smallest. There isn't that much going on. All these different forces. That being said, what is going to happen and what Peter has said repeatedly is that Oh my God, you have people, you have the, the cult of Collider saying, Oh my God, Jesus, take us with you. You have finally given us thou bread, or whatever you, they say. They will hail at it as if it, it's a freaking shrine for a mediocrity as they've done. I mean, they've already praised BVS and Suicide Squad, so that's, that's a pretty key indicator as to, as to where their standards lie. By the way, holy shit! Patty Jenkins directed Monster. Yeah, pretty good film. Yeah, I know. I saw so it. It was like, great. But it's not enough to have faith in a director. We've seen that happen with David Ayer. We've seen it happen with Zack Snyder. It's it's just these different things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but what's your ultimate point? My ultimate point is this: all of the things that we're saying about the movies that are in motion and the tactics by WB, just because they have one good movie does not negate what we're saying. They still stand, mm-hmm. and that there will be people who will, who will be saying that we are wrong when it's the opposite that's the case. That's what I want to prove that point, is that all of us, like being wrong. All of us are right in this regard about the commentary on the DCEU, and whether Wonder Woman performs well, good or bad is irrelevant. That's why well, I've been saying that for weeks at this point, but that's why I said at the very beginning, I'm just whatever, like... If a film comes out and it's good, I'll go and watch it. If it comes out and it's bad, I won't. But as far as like a major investment in the world as a whole, um, I, I I don't have one. Like if if a movie comes out from the DCU and sucks, I just won't care. With a, like some so like if a movie comes out in in the MCU and it sucks, that's devastating to me. Cause you know, I really uh I have. 
I like the universe as a whole, and I have a stake uh, in the universe as a whole, and I want all of them to succeed. Uh, with the DCEU, at this point, we're already three films in, and I haven't liked a single one, and it's... So, yeah, I just don't really have a stake in the universe as a whole. Again, you know, I like good films, so if they make a good film, I'm totally there, but if they don't, you know, I ain't, I'm not, I ain't gonna lose sleep over it. That's my thing. Yeah. Final thoughts, gentlemen. That was kind of my final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, one more thing. Uh, no, I won't even go there. Just, just go. All right, but guys, were you fisted? <laughs> you know, I'm not disappointed in you, Kyle. <laughs> I'm disappointed in Alexis for finding that funny. That's where my disappointment lies. You know, I'm surprised you could even be disappointed at this point. Guys, talk to me. Talk to me about about, uh, Iron Fist. You guys saw it. You binged it. And what did you think about it? Just don't watch it. Don't binge it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, don't watch it. It's not that good. Um, Actually... I don't know. There's just something about... Maybe it's this is why Netflix succeeds. You're just kind of like, it's there. I might as well watch it. <laughs> That's how I, I, I see a few things on Netflix. Yeah. And yeah, continue. Like Mr. Soto in Fuller House. Yeah. That's that's a good point. That's Season good point. three coming up pretty soon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't have any respect left for you. I forgot that. Um He's probably counting the days. God, he's a disgusting human being. Anyways. (laughs) Like, something like Iron Fist, that genuinely, like, devastates me. Devastate's probably a huge word, but it it, it sucks, because I do care about the universe as a whole. Not just the Netflix film, but the other shows, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and also the whole universe as a whole in the films. So to have a little slice of a corner of that universe suck, it, uh... It sucks. It sucks. I mean, like one of our good <laughs> For lack of one of our risk. good friends, Sarah, used to say, "It sucks to suck." Yeah, shout out to you, Sarah. Uh, here's the thing about miss you, Iron Fist. I don't. Uh, it is. <laughs> There's just so many things you can use to describe the show. Mm-hmm. It's abysmal. It's a misfire. Uh, there's an identity crisis. It's boring, tepid, disappointing. There's so many things you can use. Uh, It's not a terrible show, but I think that the disappointment is so across the board that it feels just... It's crushing disappointment is what it is. Because these shows are of a much, much higher caliber. Um, If I had to describe it, I'd, I'd just say it was unbearably amateurish. Oh my god, it was an exhibition in amateur hour. For from literally everything, from the writing to the acting the, the directing. to the directing, the action, every corner of the show was just felt like it was done so half-assed. Like it's not terrible. Abysmal was one of the words you used. I wouldn't go abysmal. Um, well, it feels that way. I mean, I honestly... It feels that way because of how good it should have been. Right, right. But if you're just looking at it, just as a show, right. take away all your preconceived notions of what it should have been, 
It's not the worst thing. But think about think about what this was advertised at. Jeff Loeb said that this was their MCU version of a martial arts show. Yeah, that's disappointing to say the least. Like it, it's bad. It it's definitely a bad show. Um, and easily the worst thing, because recently, uh, another thing to happen since the last time we tried recording this show. Yeah, was uh, they released a little tiny teaser of Defenders, Defenders. And, it's coming in August uh, this year. And I was one fourth bummed out because I didn't care about one fourth of the people in that elevator. Wait, and there, I think wait, that's... wait, wait, wait! There were four people in that elevator. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just three. I mean, three that count anyway. There was a three to count. Was... There was a Iron <laughs> Fist, Kyle, he... Kyle. He knows. <laughs> he said it was. He was doing a thing. Okay. Oh. Look. Yeah. Here's the thing. You have to start with Mr. Danny. I just pulled the Drax. <laughs> you did. You did. You have to start <laughs> with Mr. That, with Mr. Danny Bland. That that's the most disappointing thing about this show because every other thing could have been terrible, but as long as I came out giving a shit about um, the Iron Fist and you know Danny Rand and him as a person. I would be okay with it. I'd be like, well, at least I care about the character, and I at least have him for Defenders, you know? So I, I, I would still be excited for Defenders. Now, like I said, I'm only like 75% excited for Defenders. Because the main character in your entire show was probably the worst part of the show. No, I mean, across the board, when it came to uh, Danny Rand, the character was written awful. It was just an awful interpretation by the actor. Finn Jones did not bring it at all. It was a complete misfire of a performance. It was a terribly written character combined with a terrible performance, and you got the worst of both worlds. What a terrible performance. Get the hook. Get it? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Okay, um... <laughs> I I'm looking forward to defending. And I gotta say this, like yes. the first episode was the first episode of him. It was somewhat interesting, but I gotta say, I thought that performance was so all over the place. You could never get a read as to what that character was, and it got systematically worse as it went along. And you never got a clear idea of what his goals were. Again, like you don't like. You should know that from the first episode. They don't reveal why he's even there until episode 10. And at first you're like... Out of 13 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed it was like, okay, he's gonna... I thought the reason he left was because um, he had heard that the Hand had infiltrated his company. And he was going in to secretly try and wipe them out. That's what it you know? should have been. That's what it should have been. And, and he knew about this, and he was, like, very covertly trying to do this. And then by day, you know, he's, he's, he's in those board meetings, but really we don't need to see them. And then by night, he's trying to do that. And in reality, the most of it could have took place in Kunlung and all this and that. But that would have been cool. It would have been cool. Um, but instead of that, half of the series is boardroom meetings that, that, he's not, that goes nowhere. First five episodes, he's like, I gotta, I gotta get into my company. The first like three or four episodes could have been the first half of the first episode. Yeah, 
And it's him just like, oh, I'm, look at me. I'm d- different. And I want my company back. And then, I'm different. <laughs> and then when he gets it, he completely he, destroys it. And he doesn't give a shit. Well, the second he gets it, it's like, okay, I got it. Moving on. Or maybe he's like, just too idiotic to even, even realize what's happening because he makes such stupid decisions. I mean, when, one example here. He's at a board re- reading meeting, right? And he's trying to convince these, the board of executives, look into your hearts and do the right thing and you'll be happy. Then he walks out thinking that was a slam dunk when in reality he just got his ass fired. Or when he's in a freaking mental institution and the minute he's about to be let go, he says, oh, by the way, I am from a different dimension that's called heaven or Kunlan and it appears on earth only only so many years. Right as he was about to get released. Right. And like, and oh God, what an idiot. It, it's just, he starts off, you're like, okay, he's a little naive. Naive. That's okay, you know, he grew up, you know, in the mountains for the most of his life. I mean, he was still about 12 or 10 or 11 when he left, so he should he shouldn't be that naive. But you're like, okay, maybe he's hiding something or whatever. He's, maybe he's just really polite. Uh, but with each episode, he just becomes dumber. There was dumber, there was even an instance dumber. when uh when somebody called him, I think it was Ward, he called him, "Are you a moron?" You know, this sounds like a bushel of negativity. Is there at least some merit to this uh, to this show? Yeah, I mean, there's yes and no. The yes part is uh, Madame Gao. Madame Gao is amazing. Uh, every scene she's in, mm-hmm. she's amazing. But in some ways, it's kind of a negative because she kind of makes all of the other characters look like children. She actually calls them children. And it actually kind of shows how stupid they are that she has to spell it out for them. Okay, you're that pathetic that I have to tell you what to do. She's she's an amazing villain. I actually think she, I don't know who the actress is, but she's great. Um, and they waste her. And yeah, I, out of everyone, I feel bad. I feel the worst for her. Yeah, she should have had like a main villain shining moment. Like she should have been the main villain, and this should have been yes. her like. Her, her reign of terror, I guess you could say. But another flaw is, number one, she's used at the end rather stupidly, and then they introduce two other villains. Like, she's not even the main villain. Like, just two other villains. No. She's like an entryway villain. Yeah. When she's way bitter, better uh, than every other person they, that they, they call a villain in this she's show. Better, she should be, like, the, the main boss. It's like, imagine, you know, at the beginning of Daredevil, you know how they had Wilson Fisk? Yeah. After, like, three episodes of Wilson Fisk, he just kind of went away, and then some other asshole that sucks came in, and then, okay, now he's the villain, and it's like, what, what? Like, you you had an awesome villain, why are you doing and this? Then, this new guy sucks. And then you replace him with Bakudo, who oh. is terrible. I, I hated that whole storyline. It's like, oh, we're the good side of the hand? And, uh, yeah, it doesn't really go anywhere. It doesn't, and it, all it does is completely shit on what Daredevil Season 2 did to build up the hand. And it just make and it's like, oh, so the hand is a bunch of unknowing teenagers. Or that section of the hand, anyway. 
First, it's like the slightly less violent Power Rangers. Did we re- like they're not intimidating? Speaking of teenagers, we didn't need that faction of the hand. No, we didn't. We didn't need Pakudo, and the whole thing with Harold Meacham. Even though I liked the actor, it kind of went, eh? It fizzled out, and it's like it took, it took Danny thirteen episodes to figure it out when you could have <laughs> figured it out in the first episode. Yeah, and then. The show does end on what should have been a cool cliffhanger if the entire show had actually worked up to that moment. Or if you had even seen Kanlan. You don't yes. you don't even see anything. Like they completely strip away all of the mythos, the mythology, all of the interesting things about Iron Fist. They strip it away and then they give you this nothing but generic and bland show. Everything that could have been cool about Iron Fist is left on the on the creative floor. Everything. I mean, and this is that that's the main reason why I'm terrified about um I'll just say it in humans. This is what terrifies me. Scott Buck, the uh yeah. showrunner for Iron Fist is now the showrunner for The Inhumans which will debut on ABC. At some date. And, and the only reason I, I put this solely on him for how bad the show is, is because it's not like only one part of the show is bad. Like, it's like, oh man, the action is great, it's shot beautifully, oh, but the writing was kind of lacking. Oh, the acting was amazing, you know, they casted great, you know, and all of this, but the visuals were kind of lacking. Literally everything about the show. Above all, is though, subpar. the action. The action it especially. does not hold the candle to Daredevil. Ag- no. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kicks their freaking ass on Iron Fist action. What action does Iron Fist even have that's memorable? Maybe in the 90s it would have been memorable. Like, at the same time Smallville was going on or something. But I think, for 2017... Yeah, it's not acceptable. No. It's and, not. And I think you actually said, Peter, that, that you thought that the first season of S.H.I.E.L.D. was better than Iron Fist season 1. Well, I mean, you basically questioned me on that at least 27 times. And I will uh, a 28th time. <laughs> yeah. You really you really want to let that out there. Okay, well, because no yes. one is saying it. No one is saying it, and it is the truth. These people are fake news. <laughs> okay. My point is, he's the, that same showrunner that did Iron Fist is now doing Inhumans, and... And humans needs to be a big thing. It's it's a it should yeah. be Game of Thrones meets big. the X Men. It's supposed to be this like huge yes. thing, and it's like these these Inhumans are supposed to live on on a moon, right? And all we're seeing are pictures of them in New York. In New York. In New York. And then also like, and I think one of the story points was like, oh, uh, the main actor, uh, what's his name, Black Bolt, got arrested or whatever in New York. And I'm like, oh, so you're pulling the exact same bullshit you did with Iron Fist. Instead of doing cool things, going to cool locations with Iron Fist, and actually getting creative with Iron Fist, showing us Kun Lung, you know, show us, showing us the mystic side and getting, you know, really creative with it, you go as basic and as bare bones as possible and just show him running around like an idiot doing nothing in New York. And now it feels like he's going to do the same thing with Black Bolt. Oh, we're not going to show you, you know, Atlia or whatever, the mystical city of the Inhumans. 
and the whole entire royal family and their beautiful costumes and you know really play it up as this sort of you know mystical slash x-men film no we're gonna be running around new york dicking around doing nothing because it saves money and doing the other thing is hard like it's and by the way imax is helping pay for this imax <laughs> like imagine watching iron fist in imax what the hell is the point of that it's like getting a buggy rims I mean, the point is, The Inhumans is arguably the most ambitious show for Marvel television. It and should be. It, it, it is, or at least it's trying to be anyway, or the way that we, we think of it. And it could self-destruct. That would be a huge disaster for all of Marvel TV. Speaking of Marvel TV... Um, Peter... Three, four. They announced that they're doing the Secret Warriors or something like that. Freeform might be the worst thing on the face of the earth. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I understand North Korea's out there, and uh, you know the KKK. But um, they those organizations never had the secret life of the American teenager. So. Oh my God. <laughs> No, just my point is freeform sucks, and if I have to exaggerate to make put that point across, it's a formerly known as ABC Family, and I have seen enough of it to know how terrible it is. Me and me and Kyle recently saw the new Power Rangers film. They had a promo for a new show. I think Bella Thorne is the main yeah. person, and it's something about being famous. And I felt a piece of my soul die every second I was watching that promo. <laughs> Like, like, it's th- just, oh my god, Cindy, you're sleeping with Max? But I thought he had a photo shoot at nine. Like, oh my god, stab me in the face with a fork. It's just, honestly, who enjoys this crap? And Collider? Hey, you know what? I You may attack Collider, but... You have you even you have admitted the shows on the CW the the DC shows they're at least the Flash it's not right. bad of course yeah it, it's it, it's it's pretty good this is freeform though yeah and as bad as even I I think the CW is freeform is way way worse and I am just terrified because there's three new MCU shows and I think that's the thing that terrifies me if they said oh it's not connected to the MCU I'll be like okay whatever. You know, I wouldn't. I your, would not care. I wouldn't care, but that they're saying it's connected to the MCU. This is the same place that you know Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man and all of this. They're having. What are the three shows? It is out? Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Then Squirrel w- Girl. No, no, no. It's not. No, no, no. It's not Squirrel. It's uh really? no. The Runaways. Look at no, 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 no. The Runaways is on Hulu. That yeah. will be in 2018. Uh, okay. The other show, I think it's Marvel's New Warriors. Yes. Okay. And that features Squirrel Girl. Yes. Okay. She's not getting her own show. She's just a part of it. Um, Cloak and Dagger already comes off to me as a romance because it's about a couple. You know, Cloak and Dagger of superheroes. 
And I can already see it's going to be very hot supposed teenagers where they're actually 20-something-year-old models who can barely act, you know, about getting into drama. And then at the end, at five minutes at the end of the show, they might do some superhero thing. Uh, New Warriors is going to be the side. It's going to be a group of young, sexy teenagers that have drama. And then maybe, you know, five minutes at the end, they'll do some superhero shit. And they'll have a gay character. Yes. Because... Or multiple. Multiple. And then it's like, oh my god, Bobby cheated on Chad? But I thought Chad was dating Cindy. Oh no! (laughs) And then I'll want to shoot myself in the face. But it's it's just... The way you describe these. Because that's the way it is! That's that's what, that's all the shows are. Honestly, this is downright offensive. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm so rich and young and hot, but my life is just so hard. And it's like, oh my god. Oh god. I mean, and I need to go and s- save the world, but I have a nail appointment at 2 o'clock. Close, yes. And, and I'm not saying these shows can't be good. Because, I mean, I thought the same thing about Arrow mm-hmm. on the CW beforehand. I'm like, oh, why is it the CW? But that turned out good. It turned out well. It turned out extremely well. Because now they have a whole uh, DC block. Um, Who's rating the sh- And what shocks me is that half the writers from uh, Dawson's Creek went to go and work on really? The Flash. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it still gets sappy and stupid. But the majority of it, it's like, okay, this is, this is something. Um... The, the thing is, though, when ABC Family started rebranding themselves as Freeform, I thought that would change. They're like, I, w- I kind of got a little bit excited. Like, okay, they're doing a rebranding. They're changing who they are. But then I see the shows that they're, like, just announcing for Freeform. And they're, like, just as bad, if not worse, when they were ABC Family. So it's like... <sighs> It could still maybe be good, but as of right now, things aren't looking so it's good. Not I, I good just gotta all. say, look, as somebody who at all, is, at all. is perhaps the biggest proponent of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I consider this to be a flat-out insult. You're, are you fucking kidding me? I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be getting fucking Squirrel Girl, but I still can't get my freaking Season 5 renewal of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, fuck you, people! Here we go. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not all about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Alexis. Okay, it's not. I agree with you there. I'm just saying. And I actually would enjoy Squirrel Girl, just not. And Freeform. Freeform. No, 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 no. No. Which makes it kind of like, you know, whatever about it. But it's like. Because that would be like good, quirky entertainment. It would be quirky. You, you could actually could have done like a quirky. Um, comedy show yeah basically it's like and i think that w- that would have been cool okay. and i understand that it's supposed to be a comedy or whatever but knowing freeform it feels like it'll be a comedy like full house comedy probably like ah ha 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 it's like they have like a laugh track you got it dude. and there's you know the invisible wall and everything um okay i don't know ha- I don't have know. you guys kept uh, track of how many shows we've been talking about that may potentially bomb because we have Iron Fist Marvel's already. first sitcom. Because we have Iron Fist, The Inhumans, Cloak and Dagger, uh, The New Warriors, The Runaways. That's five shows. What the hell is happening to Marvel television? It's imploding. 
and it's I I don't know what happened there was like a change in direction or whoever's running I know you said Jeff Loeb um maybe DC like stole his children <laughs> and they really they're just like you know tank Marvel TV and then you'll get them back is I is Perlmutter still uh, okay involved? let me explain yeah. the hierarchy here Ike Perlmutter is the CEO and president of Marvel Entertainment. So Marvel Television, Marvel Merchandising falls under that. But Ike isn't the kind of person to be directly involved with these things. Jeff Loeb is the executive and producer who does all of the Marvel shows on ABC, Netflix, and uh, apparently now Freeform. So, I mean, for example, like Jeff Loeb was with the cast of S.H.I.E.L.D. at WonderCon this past weekend, and he's always doing a press for Iron Fist for all of the different Netflix shows. And it's it's somewhat interesting. I mean, I, I first of all, I've never had reason to question Jeff Loeb until he made the decision to make Scott Buck the showrunner of Inhumans after the disastrous Iron Fist. That is very, very troubling. And the thing is, though, they're already filming Inhumans. It's kind of too late to do anything about that. My argument here is... When you have five shows that are potentially imploding, and yet you have the one of the best shows they've got at risk of cancellation, when you put that on top of this, Marvel Television is potentially self-destructing before our eyes, and this is a big story that I think people are ignoring, as per usual, because they don't see things that we do. Yeah. I, I'm I'm extremely worried for the Marvel side of TV going forward, because these are all the shows that are announced so far. Oh, except for the only one that I'm looking forward to is um, I'm excluding the Defenders. Um, is Punisher? Right. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's what you're currently filming. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I'm beyond worried. Very, very worried. But, I mean, uh, production schedules seem to be going as well because we've heard news that Jessica Jones Season 2 and Daredevil Season 3 are filming this year. That's great. Uh, those are two of my favorite uh, MCU anything. Mm-hmm. So, get I, with it. Yeah. Let's move off from this. It's depressing. It is. But, uh, I have a, you guys, guys, you know what time it is. Hello, Red Spotters. Here is the news. What's happening, hot stuff? Welcome to What's Happening, Hot Stuff, where we talk about the latest news in showbiz. First up, guys, we can't get enough of Marvel, right? Oh my god. Right? Oh my god. Alright, so, it was announced that... Well, not announced. It was already... It was released. It was released. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming uh, trailer number two uh, just came out. What do we think about that? Uh, I thought, overall, it was a very enjoyable trailer. I have full faith in Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige in that this will be a, a very good, if not great, film. I think John Watts is really going to bring this John Hughes vibe that we're getting from these trailers. I think Tom Holland looks spectacular. I think his scenes with uh, RDJ look really great. Like, there's nothing here. And I really love the emphasis on Michael Keaton's Vulture. 
I mean, I think out of any Marvel trailer for anything, this is the most focused we've had on a villain, besides maybe Loki, on the trailer. And I'm happy because I don't want them to waste Michael Keaton. You don't do that. No. And yeah. I hope they give this Vulture character some some more tissue that we can cling on to instead <laughs> of it being another throwaway villain. On, you sound like an old man. That Vulture character. <laughs> on the other hand, though, we do have to keep in mind that this isn't Disney, this is Sony, and this is very much a trailer that was manufactured and cut by final say of Sony because of all of the scenes by Robert Downey Jr. It is my full belief that Sony was like, we're going to have as much Iron Man in this trailer as possible to, to sell home the point that this movie is in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we are Sony and people know that we Sony suck ass, so we have to tie ourselves as much to Marvel Studios as possible, which is why they did that. Which, honestly... Why is Captain America still the fitness uh, icon? I don't know. I'm just going to say, look, the the lines that were given in that trailer by RDJ and, uh, and uh, Tom Holland were great. I just am kind of disappointed I didn't see that in the movie. Because it did give a lot away. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I wasn't blown away by the trailer. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. It's kind of tough for me because I kind of feel like for the first time... I don't think Marvel's going to have the best version of something. I still feel like the at least the original Spider-Man... Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man 2 is going to be better. Um, but we'll see. I think it'll still be fun. But again, with Marvel, I'm, uh, I really want them to move past just fun. Um, I want a little bit more. I, I really think the whole relationship with him and Iron Man is interesting. I'm, I'm liking that. Uh, I really hope they give us some something like you said, little meteor with the villain and the vulture, because the backstory they have for him is not something I would have thought of, and I think it's pretty cool. It works. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's relevant. Um, yeah, definitely. It fits with the whole universe. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I I'm keeping. I'm not like over the moon, like, oh my god, but it's it's something I'm definitely looking forward to. One of the things I want to address about it, when you said, I, I agree with you that I want Marvel to move past being fun, but that mm -hmm. being said, this is their first take on a Spider-Man movie. What else are they going to do with this? Um, they got to make it dark. they got to take away all the color. The first, <laughs> first Spider-Man film ever was not just fun. It dealt with more yeah, than just like, that. Yeah, like, it dealt with uh, Uncle Ben's mm -hmm. death. And that's the thing, and I, the, the <clears throat> reason why I'm getting a little bit worried, because I, I read, uh, what's it called? Uh, a comment, I don't know if it was a producer, writer, whatever, about Spider-Man. They're like, yeah, we didn't really want to deal with Uncle Ben, because that's a little too sad. We don't want sadness in this film. Well, we want to uh, make a fun film. Hold up, I, I think and it's, like, it's been done uh, to death, though. Yeah, but the fact that they said, we don't want sadness in the film... We want to make a fun film. That's where my issues come from. I mean, movies can be fun and great. Get off Marvel! Um. You know, I'm just in the precarious situation where I'm actually defending Spider-Man, which, I mean, we're talking about relevant news, but what Amy Pascal recently said, we may not even see him for future movies, so... After uh, Homecoming 2. At Homecoming 2. That's still like two films away. I mean, 
I think that's a potential possibility. Of course it is. So Marvel should use the films they got to the best ability. Don't you think so? Yes. Okay, then. Now, moving on. Peter? Yes. What did you think of the Tim Curry-less It trailer? I thought it looked great. I think it looks great, too. And I'm not someone who particularly cared for an It remake. But I saw the trailer. I just I just kind of did it. Just cause... You saw the original, yes? Yes. What did you think of, of that? Um, it's not even really a movie. It's more of like a TV <laughs> miniseries yeah. kind of thing. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Um, it's okay. The only thing, the reason people remember is because of Tim Curry's. Um, <gasps> <it>. <gasps> yeah, how creepy he was. The rest of it is just kind of like, yeah, eh. is, you can tell it's a TV movie. I mean, do you how how much faith do you have in it being good? Because we are in a resurgence of horror. Yeah, I, I think it has but the potential of greatness. Usually with horror trailers, I am. It, it's pretty easy to tell what's crap and what's not. Yeah. I feel anyway. Um, this looked really good. It was shot really well. The scary imagery that they used was genuinely scary. Oh my! Like it God. wasn't, it wasn't jump scares. You know, the majority of the time, like they actually got creative with what yeah, like they were when, using uh, to be scary. Like when uh, Pennywise was like moving really fast towards that towards oh, yeah. that kid. That was really cool. That was so, really cool seeing. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to it. I, I am I think too. It's looking really good. And again, no Tim Curry, kind of lame. But the, well, he, the, he is paralyzed. What? Yeah, he had a stroke, and now he's wheelchair bound. Oh, thanks for really lightening up the show. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I was gonna say that the the clown here looks really scary. You know what? I could almost say what he looks smashing. Oh, yeah, yeah. In case you haven't noticed, guys, uh, Kyle is a big Tim Curry fan. Uh, he likes a lot of weirdos. I know. <laughs> this is Tim Curry, Johnny Depp. Um, but you know what? This movie, it's making me die of Antissa. Patient. Shrek 5 will reinvent the series. Can, will it? Can will I? Will it really? Can I slip my wrists now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. The Shrek films... The, Should have died. The only good ones are one and two. Yeah. And honestly, I think... My in, personal favorite is the second one. In a way, they're kind of a product of their time. Yep. Because if you remember the time the first Shrek came out, um, the animation... 3D animation, computer animation for films was kind of new, like mm. entirely CG. And also the uh, Walt, Walt Disney uh, fairy tale animation was dying Ooh. off. Yeah, it was going downhill, and it was it was just sort of like a perfect moment to, to sort of have for not only a, a CG film that kind of turns the tropes that uh, kids films had had at that point on their head, especially Disney films. And kind of make fun of it, and then throw in a lot of pop culture references, which again wasn't widely done at that point. Now, after that, like almost every film wanted to be Shrek with the pop culture references, and it and it's kind of cool because because uh, the previous uh, owner of the of the animation division at Disney was uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, 
and the person running uh, DreamWorks at that time was Jeffrey Katzenberg. Oh my god. Just a little tidbit for well, you. Well, I mean, we should mention that, you know, one of the things that, uh, why this is happening is, I have no doubt that this is uh, something that Universal is directing DreamWorks to do. Universal recently purchased DreamWorks Animation, and we have to keep in mind that the recent DreamWorks films like Boss Baby or Trolls and even uh, Panda 3, those were films that were finished before Universal had the acquisition. There was no talk of a Shrek 5 up until after Universal acquired DreamWorks, so I have no doubt that Universal is pushing this. My belief is to get Shrek back in the pop culture zeitgeist to create more theme park attractions. Yes. Quite possibly. And, um, but seriously, though, uh, how can you reinvent Shrek? And why would you want to? I mean, it's like you're, you're making it. Make him a girl. Oh, my God. Well, see, that's the thing. At this point, I, 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 I just feel like you have the perfect timing for nostalgia for some people. But as far as the series as a whole and its humor and what it's about, it's terrible timing. Shrek is love. Because Disney's really killing it as, as far as, you know, doing that and and they're the ones reinventing the wheel uh, as, as far as I can. T- not real reinvention, it's the only thing. But they're, they're knocking it all out of the park as far as kids. Well, films, look at Zootopia you know? and then look at yeah. Moana. Moana and is then, really good. Uh, I mean, Wreck-It Ralph is the perfect example of that. But then also the sequel. For hell, we're getting the, a, sequel. the sequel. looks amazing. I love the title. Ralph what? Ralph breaks the internet. And then, you know, what's their competition? Rock Dog? Like, <laughs> Captain Underpants. Uh, actually, Smurfs. I have a soft smart. Smurfs yeah, the Lost Smurfs. Village. That looks like, you know, mind-numbing. Uh, I mean, it's kids' films. The Boss Baby uh, kicked ass at the box office this weekend. Does that surprise you? No, of course not. So, I mean, I... Go ahead, do it. I don't care. It's, it, it, it's, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Shrek 5, the story continues. I mean, as far as animation is concerned. From here on out, everything will change. Look, okay, okay. Yeah. As far as the animation is concerned, the only real players, as far as uh, quality is concerned, we have Walt Disney Animation, you have Leica, and you have Pixar. Some people would put Illumination as far as finance, like box office thing. Quality, it's on the same level. Yeah, I don't like Illumination. Screw them. Um, But yeah. Dude, that Despicable Me 3 trailer almost killed me. That's probably going to make a billion dollars. Well, yeah, and that's that's what's making me sick. Remember we saw Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. The trailer that the children responded most to was Despicable Me 3. You, you, wait, you too? Oh my god. What? You too? Yeah. No, because we had that play at our showing of Beauty and the Beast, and it's like, I don't know what it is, but of all the things, wh- whenever the freaking minions are on screen, everybody erupts in laughter, and Alexis and, I, Alexis and I looked at each other and were like, what is happening? It's like, it's like they're putting a spell on these people. It feels like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it. I mean... If you ever wanted evidence that people are getting stupider, I mean, that's that's a whole generation of kids right there that they don't even have a chance. Um, nope. 
I mean, we had yeah. we had Pixar. Yeah, that was great. What are you talking about? So, and they get yeah. minions. And no, honestly, if you think about it, Illumination is kind of becoming their Pixar. I feel sad for them. Illu- much like Iron Fist, Illumination is how you just excel at mediocrity. Exactly. Just excel. But I mean, and while, but most, yeah, you know that that have that's most people, including me. But I mean, with Kyle. without question, the best animation studio today, Walt Disney Animation Studios, has reclaimed the gold, and they are unquestionably the top animated studio today. Well, cha-ching. Well, what? That's that's another conversation. Really? For another time. Well, I mean. Okay, I'm. I'm just saying. Zootopia won best pic- best animated feature. Frozen okay. best animated feature. I'm just gonna say, uh, and then I think the Big Hero Six, even though it didn't deserve to win, <laughs> won best animated feature. Well, I mean, if you're gonna grade the scale on awards, I wasn't solely on awards. I was just pointing out the and point critical acclaim that these okay. movies are successful. And by the way, these are all films that you love and praise. Fake news. The Mummy. Oh, the God. Mummy. Oh, did you see that trailer, Alexis? Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Shit it. Um, you go, Kyle. I thought it looked entertaining. Okay. I thought it looked entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Botello looks good. Mm-hmm. I, uh... It looks like, uh... It looks like a, a what's his face? Uh-huh. Javert from uh, Les Mis. He's gonna be the he's gonna be the glue uh-huh. to hold this universe together. Uh-huh. Um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He's uh-huh. Tom cruising it up. Yes. In this, I'm um, not sure if he's gonna hold a candle next to uh, the great Brandon Fraser. Uh-huh. But still looking forward to him regardless. Yes. The effects, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the costume for the actual mummy mm-hmm. looks actually pretty cool. All right. And, yeah. All right. Now, uh, let me do what I do best. And shit and on that. shit on everything you enjoy. Okay. Um, what the hell are you smoking? <laughs> Hot. First of all, maybe it's just because I enjoy horror films. Yeah. I would be cool if this, if they had actually leaned in on the horror. I don't mind action, but lean it, like, horror first, action second. Yeah. Make a horror action film, not an action film with the mummy. Um, It's, this looks like the most Hollywood produced thing in the world. Instead of having a scary mummy, let's have a sexy actress. Well, I admit is a great actress doesn't even look like a mummy let's just make her look like you know she's on a victoria's secret um halloween costume you know ball okay um the the action it it it, honestly if you told me this was the next mission impossible film i wouldn't have i would have believed you because that's exactly what it looks like it doesn't look like a mummy film it just looks like oh tom cruise does great in those mission impossible films money 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 Let's just do that, and then we'll throw money in there, a mummy in there somewhere. Um, it. I don't think it's gonna be terrible, 
but it's not going to be good. It, it's especially for what a mummy film should be. And by the way, I love the the mummy Brandon Fraser film. I think I it's a too. great adventure ad, adventure film. But if you're going to create, you know, that that itself wasn't what the original, you know, um, black and white mummy film. It wasn't really a horror film. It was more of an action adventure film. Yeah, it was like and kind of like the predisposition for uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's in that same category. I think it's great. Um, but y- you want a whole monsters universe with this, you know? You're supposed to be leaning in on the horror aspect. You know, I want a film that makes mummies scary again. That makes vampires scary again. That makes the Frankenstein monster scary again. You can have action in there. You can totally have a horror film with great action in it. You know that is totally possible. Let's make but let's make a monster movie scary again. Exactly, but instead of doing that, <laughs> they say let's take a generic action film and throw a well-known entity in there, and then stamp the mummy on it, and then profit. So Trump. Yeah, sure. I mean, think. What what are they gonna have for the Frankenstein? A sexy Buy Frankenstein? Sell American. Is, is, <laughs> is Frankenstein gonna run around with a machine gun? You know, <laughs> I I hope so. Sexy Wolfman and it it's sexy Bride of Frankenstein and you know they all for their big film together they're just gonna run off and start exploding shit. That's it's, hot. No, it's not. It sucks. <laughs> It looks terrible. I don't know what. Why? Why would you want this version of the mummy? It, honestly, all it is, is Mission Impossible Six: The Mummy Awakens. That's a great title. Dude, uh, you know what was fun was the new Pirates trailer. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that movie. It's getting a positive buzz at a CinemaCon, so. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Can I ruin that as well? Why do you... Oh, my God. You realize you've been ruining everything in this podcast. Why? I know. Honestly, like, this is the only thing people know about me is this podcast. I seem like the worst person in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that, you know, is bad or not, but I gotta speak my truth. Um, he was. <laughs> he was. Um, I the more and more I feel like that film is going to be an exact replica of the, the first, first Pirates, and I'm and I'm actually looking forward to Pirates. Like I'm not I'm not here to shit on it. It's not like Beauty and the Beast where I hate I hate the fact that it's even being made. You could make another good Pirates film, um, and I'm really and everything I've seen so far, like the production design, you know, the actors, you know. Johnny looks great back in his, you know, eyeliner. Um, hmm. I like the villain because to me, villains were always a big thing with pirates. Yeah, uh, it it looks cool, but with each trailer and each nugget of information, it seems an awful lot like they're doing the first pirates again. Sort of like okay, you know, it was a former pirate that he wronged and he got cursed because of Jack. And now he needs to find the son of another pirate that he used to know. And this kid, along with this girl that he's in love with, are going to try and go and stop the bad guy. And, yeah. It, it worries me. I'll put it that way. I'm still, I'm still 
optimistic because, like I said, it still looks great, but it just, it seems very similar to the first Pirates. Very, very similar. But, Peter. Yes. Why is the rum gone? I t- uh, by Why the way, uh, Red Spotters, you can go ahead and listen to the Pirates of the Caribbean and Christian the Black Pearl auto commentary whenever it's uploaded. Coming soon. We have one more thing on the agenda. Yes. Mulan? Oh, God. Why is everything today just shit? I know, right? <laughs> welcome, welcome to tw- 2017 America. Oh, my hey. God. 17 was looking good for a while. Um, like what five minutes about five minutes that was better than 2016 um oh uh it'll have music again also like beauty and the beast i am vehemently against it even existing especially from disney but if you are gonna make it i thought it would have been cool if it would have been a straight-up war film. Yeah, sort of like a war film that just happens to have Mulan in it. And, see, I would have liked a rated R Mulan film not made by Disney. Or Sony. Or Sony. Uh, I guess. Uh, sort of like Ridley Scott-esque. Yeah. And this sort of epic. Try to try to get realistic with it. I thought that would have been cool. And, you know, really dive into, like, the culture mm-hmm. of of you know china at that time and what it meant have the music the dude the music would have been amazing yeah and you know because we really skim over the fact that you know especially in a disney film oh you know she was a girl that um took of her father's place but really show what society was then and how dangerous it was like here they kind of skim over it but the love interest almost killed her just yeah, she because was she girl, was a girl and she went to war. Like, to really dive into that, I think that would be cool. Um, but I don't think we're going to get that. We're pro- we're going to get... Same old shit that we Because got Beauty the and the Beast was so successful, thanks, the Alexises. Um, and Peter and Kyle, who paid money to see it. I only saw it to shit on it, so screw you. Uh, but you paid money, and in your words, if you pay money no, to see a movie, no. you support it. So. Kyle, Kyle paid for the tickets. What? Kyle paid for the tickets. There were gift cards. Wow. Yeah. So, haha. Ha ha ha. It's all your fault. So, it, it's going to be a carbon copy because Beauty and the Beast was such a huge, huge success. Before they said no music, Disney, I think, pressured the director into being like, nope, you know, people out there want the same shit, so give them the same shit as the cartoon or the animated film. So now I... It's it's gonna be the same shit, and it's all Alexis's fault. Uh, I agree with everything Peter said except for the last uh, comment. Um, but yeah, uh, Kyle. I agree with everything. Kyle, how do you the feel last about? Comment. I agree with everything, ex- including the last comment. <laughs> Your son's silence is really reassuring. Alexis? I did like the new uh, Alien Covenant TV spots. Oh, I didn't even see them. Did they show anything? They they look good. Oh, yeah. You know what? I am looking forward to it. Again, 
Oh my god, gotta, again with shit you. On everything. everything. I yeah. I know. This is the thing. <laughs> I am not a pessimist. I Are you? Realist. Really? Yes. You, okay. You're trying to no, say no, you're no. an optimist. I'm a realist. I'm I'm an optimist and a realist. I probably like more shit than both you and Kyle combined. I like a lot of different shit. Okay. But it's just I I want I expect a certain level, you know? I I'm realistic. I, I force myself to be realistic about things. Okay, that's all. That's all. Um, okay. Ridley Scott, I love The Martian. That's another thing. I think we all love The Martian. Oh, yeah. Um, I love The Martian. But Ridley Scott, um, if it wasn't for The Martian, he would have had a very long, maybe a decade's worth of a sort of a losing streak, honestly. And uh, When was the, Prometheus released? Well, Prometheus... Although I like Prometheus, it was very um, divisive. hit and miss for people. It was very divisive. I'm talking about a full-blown win. Oh. The Martian was his uh, first full-blown win since maybe Gladiator. Wow. Um, so it's this is his first thing, I think, since The Martian. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic. But you're cautious. Very ever so slightly. Cause, cause I do think he can he can do a great job. Um, I'm not looking for Oscar nominations here. I'm just looking to have a good time, a scary time. Just want a good movie. Uh, just want a good movie. Yeah, I I'm not you know throwing my expectations out the roof here. Just just really want a good uh, horror film. Cause I I kind of want to bring it back. Cause it is Alien. That's the title, Alien. Right. What's up, Mexican? What's up? <laughs> I like his mustache, that's why. He looks like Pablo Escobar. Oh, sorry, it was Alexis. Not that's Alexis. Great. Kyle's brother. Walked in. Oh my god. Well, uh, just to <laughs> very quickly, is there will be some slight connective tissue with Prometheus. Uh, Michael yes. Fassbender is coming back as David, the android. And we're going to get some, I guess, closure with what happened to Shaw's character, Elizabeth Shaw. Somewhat. That she I would... feel like David probably killed her or something. Well, that's David. That's just David. Yeah. Yeah. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Kyle Lira. This has been another uh, very dour, dour episode. It's always dour with me, yo. Well, if you want to <laughs> look at something, go watch Agents of Hydra on ABC, 10 p.m. Tuesdays. <laughs> every Tuesday. What's Agents of Hydra? Watch it while you can. Exactly. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, I'm Kyle Lira. I'm Lexus I'm Alexis. Soto. And I am Peter Martinez, too, apparently. Okay. That's great. So, guys, uh, Tori and Kermit, take it away. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. But I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. Lovers, the dreamers, and me.
wish I could sing like you. Just thought of that, and someone believed it, and look what it's done so far. You know? What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing? What do we think we might see? Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers. Oh, my God. 